Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. You just going to sit here and say I'm built like a bad bitch like that over fucking podcasts and shit? I'm not saying you feel like a bad bitch. I'm just saying you're a curvy bruh. What the fuck is a curvy bruh? Right, you a curvy bruh is a nigga with hips. And curvy in the same sentence. You can't do that. Yeah. A curvy bruh is a nigga with hips. You got more hips than I do, so you curvy as well. Wow. wow. I think that's a <laughs> This lie. is very uncomfortable. This is very uncomfortable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I feel right now. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. All right. So, welcome back to another episode of the Good, Bad, and Unavailable Podcast. I'm your host, Greg, a.k.a. Greggy, a.k.a. Mariachi Poppy, a.k.a. Young Idris Elbow, a.k.a. Stand-Up Guy with No Kneecaps, a.k.a. Captain Kookaburra Wings with a dab and ranch. I'm joined by my co-host. Oh, shit. Uh, this is Eric, a.k.a. The Mad Dapper, a.k.a. Style Walker, a.k.a. Pee Wee Long Game, but only for the next three weeks. AKA I eat pie randomly. Uh, yeah, uh, good to see y'all. Um, or good to see or hear or know that y'all ears exist. Whatever the fuck that terminology should be right now. Mm. Yeah, that. You just made that really awkward. Yeah, yeah you did. Awkward. I don't know what the hell you just tried to say. Hey yo, hey yo, I'm high today. So both of y'all. Consider- when are you not when high? Aren't you high? high? Oh, You're always high, Eric. Eric. Whoa. Eric. All right, all right, sure. Next. Um, all right, we'll go with Meek since I'm paying attention. I'm semi sober. Lies. All right, this is Brittany, aka B Square, aka the not racist Sage Steel, aka Mrs. Steer Girl. Um, I don't even want AKAs, but I'll develop some along the line. But you know, new podcast host. How everybody doing? Mrs. Still your girl? Mm-hmm. But I still your girl too, you know. I doubt it. I really doubt it. Uh, well, you know, that's history, but without the history, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I put money on it. It's wow. never gonna happen. I put money on it, it never happened. But all right. Um, I'm Rob. 
I still only have 37 followers. Oh, you guys are 37. Um, that's wonderful. Wow, that's an increase well, over earlier today. Earlier today, and I didn't follow you, so I don't know who the well, I gave him more two more follows, so he should be a little. Um, oh, so little there's your 37. It was Tia. No, thanks, Tia. <laughs> Thank you. No <clears throat> Thank you. I didn't follow that nigga. <laughs> this is really. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is really terrible. I followed everybody else though. Hi guys. But I'm Rob, aka I'm just Rob, aka my son Glee calls Glee me Dad Rob. or Daddy. You're but I'm just Rob. Rob. Glee Club Rob, don't 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 it. Glee Club Rob, Glee Club Rob. I have a saying in like ten years. So y'all can stop with that. <laughs> AKA Baritone, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunk face ass. That- Hey man, I got paid to sing, so you can clown me all you want. But um, <laughs> say what you want. It's good to be here. It's been a good week. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays for the for the atheist. Um, <laughs> As an atheist, we don't do holidays. Period. But nice try. Uh, happy winter to you guys. Um, it's good to be somewhat here, and um. Looking forward to the Christmas party on Monday. Hopefully, no one records it and puts me on Snapchat like they usually do, Greg. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Put the fuck with that. <laughs> All right, what's up? What's up, everybody? This is Q, aka usually because we're usually drunk Q, but I'm home and I'm cooking for a damn potluck tomorrow. Well, at work. AKA Hopi Right Front the Back, AKA What the Fuck is Wrong with My Baby Mother, AKA That's All My AKAs for this week. Okay. Well, this is Tia, AKA The First Lady, AKA Cookie Chronicles, AKA Advocate of Period Sex. Whoa. Yo, we <laughs> <laughs> I, yes! I knew it was coming. I had to. I had to. I had to. Yes. Oh, so that's how that's how we're stopping right now. That's how we're. That's. It's... No, we, we gotta do Darren. No, nigga, I'm here. I still gotta introduce myself. Damn, shut the yes. fuck up. Smoke. All right. Hey, what's wow. up, everybody? It's a uh, it's D Banks. Eric, you want the platform? You want to introduce me? Go ahead, Eric. You got it. Uh oh. Oh wow. <laughs> hey yo. For <laughs> all y'all don't don't know, that's my man Darren, aka D Banks. AKA long hair, don't care except for the sides. AKA the resident asshole. Uh, yeah, um, AKA wash your motherfucking mouth, but what, what says it without having to say a word. Yeah, that's the thing. You forgot. Watch your mouth before I put something in it. Ooh. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, Eric. That was actually a great introduction. And another one. And another one. And another one. Oh boy, I don't know really where to start this week. Um, it's different when we're not in, I guess, the studio, aka the living room, all together. We should we just start with Tia. This week, we're not gonna let her roll by that advocate yeah, of no, no, sex we bullshit. Can't, we can't. She can't go by that without talking. Not at all. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna lead into Tia with a tweet from Carlos Miller. I'm gonna pay all my next lady's bills so she can focus on just having amazing pussy. I hate to break it to you. Would you do it? Well, there's a whole bunch of non-bill paying drinks that still have bad pussy. But would you eat it out when, you know, the evil aunt's around? Oh, the evil see. aunt. Oh, 
my god, that's what we're calling it right now. What do you? What is a classy way of saying I'm on my period? All I'm saying is, is that they're trying to. I, hate her I said I'm out of commission. I'm out I of commission. Let's just ask Tia, aka the Red Sea, who's looking for a Moses. Aka the Red Sea. I like that. I like that. He's like. Um, I just say that my hater is here, and if he wants to proceed, then he'll proceed. Sometimes I don't feel like doing it on my period, and he'll want to do it. And he'll say, come on, it's okay. Let's just put the towel down. Like, you know how it goes. There's a routine. You put the towel down, a dark towel, for those who asked earlier in the group chat, not a white towel. And then you do your business. There's not a specific towel. There are specific colors. You use dark colored towels. You don't want to use a white towel because you're not going to be able to get everything out of it. So what she said was, if you ever go to Tia's house, always grab the white towels. Always. (laughs) Always. Yo, or that, don't don't wipe your hand on a dark towel because you never know what that's going to be. Good interpretation. I just, wow. I'm, boy. So, so, Tia, what's your favorite uh, period sex towel color? If you say green, I'm leaving. I don't even know why we're having this discussion about the <laughs> towel color. You just started. You know I the said niggas we were talking to, so I don't know why you're asking me towel. Any dark color, pick one. It doesn't matter. You ain't got a favorite? No, I don't have no you don't, favorite. You don't, you don't ever have one of them nights where you, where you have to make it real sexy. You got, like, you got the same color satin color bed sheet. How do you make with the pillow? What the fuck is going on with you right now? <laughs> I'm just mute, asking questions. Mute his, mute his uh, <laughs> mute him? Like, for real, for real. He's asking dumbass questions. Next! Oh, Lord. Right. So, um, I got some random thoughts for the week. Um, first and foremost, it's the end of the year, which <laughs> is vital. So, everybody needs to get their annual physical exams. I had a friend that said they had not been to the doctor in two and a half years. I'm actually terrified that anybody would go that long without going to the doctor. So end of the year, get your children, you know, checked up, get yourself checked out. Um, they're monogamous because goddamn. Yeah. Well, this is, this is just for everything. I mean, I just found out that cauliflower is being recalled. I found out that basically every leafy vegetable now is unhealthy to eat after they told us it's the only thing we should eat other than water. So y'all need to go and get checked out for just anything. So that's my first random thought. But you can't eat water? Nah, that was just from that one farm in California. And they basically shut everything down on that one farm. But can you trust it all? Or is it one of those things where you just eliminate it until they tell you it's good again? We just have to wait until uh, they say it's good again. Same thing that happened with spinach. Same thing that happened with... Uh, ground beef or turkey a while ago is usually one or two farms and they have to kill the distribute distribution and yeah. um you know get everything back to normal levels okay well my second random thought in terms of christmas movies more specifically home alone <coughs> marv or harry oh man marv that's a solid ass <laughs> question wait i forget marv is the old guy right yeah, uh, well, yeah, Marv is the uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, Marv is the one with all the ideas. Harry's yeah. the one that fucks everything up. Yeah, Harry's the no, one that had the Harry same. got fucked up worse, Lil. <laughs> I had to see Harry. No, it's always Marv. I gotta go Harry. No, well, Harry, no, Harry was Joe Pesci, and Marv was the no, one. No, 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 no. Harry was not Joe Pesci. 
Marvel's jumping. Yeah, Marvel's. This is what I'm saying here. When that nigga Harry got electrocuted, <laughs> <laughs> if you saw that nigga skeleton slip. <laughs> Yo, son. Nothing was worse than that shit, yo. Harry had the worst. That's why you can't choose Harry. You gotta choose Marv because Marv was actually the smarter one of the fucking two dumb dumb. But no, nah, but but Harry had to deal with the brunt of Marv's dumbass ideas. No, Harry had most of the dumbass. You need to rewatch the shit because Harry be like, "No, Marv, we should do this." Look, I'm and then Harry get that fucked up. I'm gonna say yeah, the short well, one because I don't know who's who. Marv is the one that. Marv is the short one here. Yes. Hey. No, 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 no. Oh, Marv is the tall one. Oh, no, Marv is if Marv is Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci is shorter. No, no, so, Marv is the tall one. So then Harry's the, then Harry's the nigga because we I thought we Harry was is Harry Joe Pesci? Yeah, Harry is Joe Pesci. Okay, well then Harry was the smart one. Marv was the one that was fucked up. We go with Harry because Harry <laughs> had the bright ideas and Marv was always like, let's do opposite what you just said because I think I'm smarter than you, but I'm not smarter than you. And I'm going to get myself electrocuted and see my whole fucking skeleton and my ball strength. Like, it's so it's pinky up. in the brain, basically. Yeah. It's always pinky in the brain. The reason why I'm saying Marv is because not only did he step on a fucking like nail that's and you saw that shit on camera. That's the, yeah, that shit was bad. But... Was was he the one that had the um what do you call that shit? He had the iron like fall like fifteen like feet from like a yeah. shoe and that yeah. sh- um, his face. I want to say Harry. And he got the fuck back up. Why are we choosing this dumbass nigga? That's when you go home and say, you know what? Fuck it. We can go to another house. Yeah, that's how you choose him. You choose him for his for assistance. He was no. You choose assistant. niggas based on intelligence, and that's that's why you don't choose Mark. <laughs> I just want to know what. The father did because if he had a nine bedroom house, yo, that in Paris, brand, Slim. Yo, and that. he had a twenty five hundred dollar Burberry coat that's no longer available. Yeah, and it was twenty five hundred dollars in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he did for a living. Because it goes back to money for Rob. This nigga talking money, right? This nigga surprise, Rob. surprise, it goes back to money for Rob. I mean, the kid was home alone in a nine bedroom mansion, and see. And no, child protective services was never called. Fuck that shit. Home in Chicago, where nine bedroom mansion is the same price as a fucking townhouse in DC. Facts. I, I can't afford a townhouse in DC, so I mean, well, think therefore, about that. <laughs> you can it back there. If you made the style you made here, you can make afford a nine. Let's talk about the fact that when that nigga was in New York, though, Kevin had that nigga's credit card, and we're just like nine hundred sixty-seven dollar oh, room tab, <laughs> and they didn't blink an eye. Not an eye. <laughs> White privilege. White privilege. Why are we doing this? I just want to know what he did for a living so I can do that too. So if my kid runs up a credit card bill, I want to watch. I want to watch the credit card bill. That means that's how you prepare. Even clinched. Nope. I want to watch the. He was white. Here we go. He was white. That's what it was. He was fucking white. I I, I mean, besides that, I still want to know his There's career. There's no path. besides that. He was white. You can't just magically wake up and say, okay, I'm white. I got an 800 credit score. Like, you still got to have something to do. And you? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know some poor white guys, too. So it's not just that. It's just. And the poor white guys still have pre- better credit scores than my poor black guys. They definitely have better credit score than me, too. But that's not the point. I want to know how he made his money. I mean, I get it. Marv or whoever else. I understand else. it. But at the end of the day, it's a fictional thing, and they're white. That's why. 
I just no. watched um what's that step the stepdads two and they ran up twenty thousand dollars getting the cell phone tower mm-hmm. and they split the check ten thousand apiece and the movie just kept going like it was nothing. I'm like, yo, they just spent ten thousand a spot a piece and they just kept it moving. Well look though. But look though, um I just wanna say we currently sitting here watching the Wizards play the Hawks, right? It is entirely too many fat asses in Atlanta, but one of these days this podcast, we got to actually have a discussion. And I want Britt to comment, because I know she know, on what's the difference between a Georgia peach and one of them Texas, like, like bread asses. I know it got to be a difference in the look of them. This is just my personal opinion. Most peaches come inside of two, and since a lot of guys in Georgia were born one way and they switched it out. Wow. Damn, what? Wow. That's not what we're saying, Greg. <laughs> you just in a whole nother direction. Okay, I'm sorry. That was not a good direction. So I'm going to pause the entire fuck out of you, Greggy. Oh, boy. Here we yeah, go. You deserve that pause, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all y'all. He deserved the Greggy that he just got. Fuck all y'all. So, I guess we need to go into the next topic. So, yeah, please, please. So, <laughs> in terms of basketball, we'll keep it brief with sports this week. So, the Pacers hired their first female assistant GM. In hey. Kelly, in Kelly, what is her name? Crosscough? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Something like that. We didn't even research the bitch's name. Come on now. We're, we're not doing it. No, because I, I wasn't sure how to like pronounce it. I've seen it. I would just. Yes. Yeah. So she. Right. Okay. Yeah. Shut up. Whatever. So she was the president and chief operating officer of the Indiana Fever. And now she's taking over the franchise for the Pacers as well, which is good because I cannot deal with Larry <laughs> anything else anymore. So shout out to her. Um, and Does that mean you got a roof for the Pacers to win the whole thing eventually? Yes. Rhetorical. Yes. Yeah. If we don't, it's going to be a problem, and everybody on Black Twitter is going to be upset that we are not rooting for the ladies. Oh, well, fuck Black Twitter, because the Lakers are stuck. They just, they just got it blown out by the fucking Wizards who were trash. Bye. Wow. Wow, we went there. So, in Darren news right now. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> from my whole life. Like, Fuck. Yes, I watched that pitiful excuse of a game that they played against the Washington Wizards or whatever the fuck they are this week. They ain't making no magic because they got rid of half their damn team on a dumbass trade. And then I just watched them literally right now lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Who the fuck plays for the Brooklyn Nets? Wait, they're not playing the Nets right now. They are. The Lakers just lost to the Nets. Oh, Lakers, Lakers. Oh. just lost them. Okay, we were confused. With that. Oh, because we're sitting there watching the Wizards and the Hawks, and they're about to lose the Hawks tonight. So, but they have nice jerseys, so I guess that's all that counts, right? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, in other news, uh, actually, about the Wizards, so they traded Trevor Reza. Well, they ended up getting Trevor Reza for Kelly Oubre and who was who else was that? They got, the guy that's no longer on the roster, Austin Rivers. Yeah. Well, now oh, he got, Austin Rivers and his moaning deficient ass. Yeah, he, no, he's actually oh. he got signed today to the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, um, Hank, um, we, can we revise that? Uh, Memphis is not signing him. They're not oh. going to sign him anymore. No, they're not. Oh. So he's on Austin Rivers. He is the brother-in-law to Paul George. Oh wow! 
Oh, Austin Rivers needs to call his daddy and see if he can get his job back. That's what I was about to say. I was uh, going to say daddy can... issues. That's why he left LA to begin with. So let's not do that. So who would you, if you had to pick two people, would you rather be Austin Rivers where you play for your daddy, or Seth Curry where your brother's better than you in basically everything, and you have to live with that shit for the rest of your life? Seth Curry. Just for simple, just for simple, like Austin Rivers isn't good at anything and he's not helpful to any team in any franchise ever. So, wait, let's be quite frank right now, though. Quick, can anybody tell us where Seth Curry's playing? He's in Portland. Portland. I never asked that question. Yeah, Yeah. I thought he was was in Sacramento at first. He got traded, right? Yeah, he was in Dallas and he was in Sacramento, then he was in Portland. So, yeah, so, so. Once again, you should never ask that question. Nah, because my thing is, is that at the end of the day, like Seth still has to live with that shit. Live with the fact that he's still making money. The fact that some team still wants him. Nobody wants Austin Kirk. Austin, um, whatever the fuck his last name is. Rivers. Sorry, we got you. Because I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, nobody wants fucking Austin Rivers. Not anybody. Not even his fucking father. To be quite honest with you, but um, Seth Curry's making money. He knows he's not as good as Steph, and that's okay. Like that's just how life is. Tim Hardaway Jr. is never going to be Tim Hardaway, but you know what I'm saying. That's his father. It is what it is. Tim Hardaway Jr. is pretty good, though. He's not going to be. His dad. That's a different conversation. It's not, not going to be his dad, dad. but he's, he's that's really a lot good. different, though. Yeah, he's not going to yeah, be. His he's not going to be his dad. But it's like none of Michael Jordan's kids are going to be their dad. It's cool. They All tried. Right. They failed. They failed horribly. If your dad's a billionaire, I don't think you have to play basketball anymore. Oh, come on, Greg. Just continue to run the slave shift. All I said was Magic Johnson's son. We'll see with LeBron's kids. Maybe Ronnie Jr. is going to be like, you know, good. Ronnie Jr. is a beast. He's going to be outstanding. That being said, I'm not sure he's going to be a better player than Wade's son. Yeah. Oh, no, not, not at all. Zaire's the best one that's coming out. Zaire going to grow like another, like, he gonna go to like six foot six or some shit and fuck around and be like and like play like T Mac because that's what he plays like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely think Dwayne Wade's kid's gonna be a fucking beast. Loki Shaq's kid's gonna be the best one out of all of them. You know what? what? And that's surprising because I really like you know what I'm saying when when Tall it's like really like. I'm, I'm always on the fence about it, it. It worked out for Sharif because Sharif is probably not going to be seven foot. He's probably going to end up being about six nine, six ten, which is perfect for today's NBA. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I mean, you got a lot of ball players that are like literally built just like their fathers, and if that was the case. Like, if Shaq had a mini him, it would have sucked because. Oh yeah. Ain't no, ain't no old centers. Ain't no, yeah, ain't no room for you in the league anymore. Yeah, no, there's no room for real centers anymore. That's just how it is. Unless, like, you're a freak of nature. Mm, even still, like, you wouldn't be a real center. You would be, like, a, a combo. Well, I don't know, because look at DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, he's the closest thing to Shaq. But he's a combo. I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is not, like, a center to me. Like, yeah. he's a fucking power forward who has a center height. Who has the ability to do whatever, but like I don't, he's not a center to me. Like, who has the ability to shoot from 25, 30 feet? Yeah, like he's it's, he's a combo person. You can't be like, 
oh well in today's no in today's NBA you can't be a typical the, it's not a typical five four three two one anymore. You have to be able to do a whole bunch of shit yeah. or be great. Like the that's, closest that's, thing to a center right now in the league would have to be Andre Drummond because you can yeah. literally guard him up below the free throw line. Everything above the free throw line, let him have it. Yeah, yep. let him have it because he's not shooting that shit. Yeah. Let him have it. Even without the braces, he don't have no shot. But Joel Embiid, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, yep. uh, the Joker, all of those. Jokic. They are like they're they're stretch fives. Yeah. They can play every part of the four. Exactly. So it's it's a it's a combo league. That's that's the thing about today's NBA. It's a combo. And that's league. what Sharif is going to end up turning into. He's going to end up turning into like a stretch five, stretch four type player, because he can put the ball on the floor. He can shoot. He's 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 gonna be nasty. So we're going straight into football. Q, do you have the predictions for last week? For the last week, I do. Um, shout out to the comeback, Greg. You went twelve and four. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg did. Yeah, Greg went twelve and four. Eric. Shout out to your comeback. You went twelve and four as well. I went ten, ten and six, and um, yeah, Darren, you have completely lost the juice. You went eight and eight. I gotta stop picking against my will. I just, you know, I've been picking some random ass teams just because I felt like it was their time. Darren, you're playing like the Washington. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nice they won this week, though. So this week we're going to do something a little bit different. So what we're playing is five picks and an upset. So we pick one game that is that good that there has to be an upset and five games. So the games I, I picked them this week, so we can alternate them next week. So I have the Redskins versus the Titans. Uh, the Titans. I have the Ravens at Chargers, the Bucks at Cowboys, the Falcons versus the Panthers, the Steelers versus the Saints, and the game that we'll say could potentially be an upset because it has playoff potential for both teams, the Saints versus the Seahawks. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, the Chiefs versus the Seahawks. Mm. Okay. I was going to put the Steelers and the Saints, but I feel as though both of them are leading their division. And it's not really an upset. Yeah, it's not really an upset. going to win over another good team. Yeah. So basically with this one, the Chiefs will get the first round by if they, you know, win this game, obviously. And they'll be ahead of the Patriots and everybody else in AFC versus the Seahawks. If they lose this, they're out. So yeah. that's definitely the upset pick of the week. So we can start oh, with Seahawks that. Seahawks are at home, too. Right. And they're at home. So I'm going Seahawks 12th man. Um, I'm going to stick with my um, current the frog-ass nigga, Patrick Mahomes. We're going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs because I need Seattle. So the Washington Redactors can get in. Um, 12th man. So Seattle, okay. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, do you watch football? We're just going to say Tia is picking the versus because she's going to think gonna, the whole team. Tia. That's just on me right now. I can see it right now. She's not even about this whole segment. Next. So. I'm not a sports girl. 
So we need we need to go back to Saturday's game because for some reason they put both of our local teams on Saturday because they figured nobody's going to watch it, I guess. Because I'm not. So the Redskins are playing in Tennessee against the Titans at 4 o'clock. Everybody's vote. Titans because I need Derrick Henry to win me my fucking fantasy championship. I'm definitely going to vote for the Redacteds, but uh, you know how I feel about them hoes. Uh, Yo, like I wish y'all could see D's face because D's face right now was like so pensive. Like he was so like. uh, Let me see what happens, right? Because I'm about to do the same thing that D's doing, right? So like I'm picking the redactors, and right now I had a face like knowing on face. I'm like, you know what? I might have just like signed up for like losing this game, but something within me will not let me like just be like, oh no, they're gonna lose. I can't do it. Like it, it's so hard to pick against them because I, I really want to. It just my mouth won't let me say anybody but the Redskins when it comes to picking their games. Well, I, I did last week and I and it didn't turn out so well. So yes, I completely understand too. Um, God, I want I want. You know what? Skins. You again this week. Skins. Damn it! I. T- I I picked against them last week and they won. So, that's um, my so pick against them again so that we can win. Okay. Well, shit. I'm trying. Um, Titans. So Thank you. Sacrifice, sacrifice your record for the six of us. And Rob, who do you got? Titans. Titans. Fuck Washington. Of course. It's a water ice space ass. You know what? We, we were really disrespectful because all of us technically have our teams in our five. I feel like we do have to have our teams somehow in this. Rob, I'm going to let you pick between the Texans and the Eagles. That's a bonus game this week. Uh, Eagles, uh, after last week, our defense is finally gelling just a little bit. And uh, Nick Foles is back, so I'm going Eagles. Everybody else? I should have saved some points. Fuck the Eagles! I'm definitely picking the Texans. Fuck the Eagles. The the Texans, because the fact of the matter is, Philly has no secondary, but, like, you know, their front seven. Yeah, you can't get time to throw the ball. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do well. well you, you know what? I have not picked and all and, but they're going against a running quarterback, and Deshaun's going to light their asses up. That's fair. But what I'm, <clears throat> for the first Q, time, Q with the gospel right now. Q with the gospel right now. For the first time this year, I'm picking the Eagles, not for Rob, but because, like he said, Nick Foles can't be stopped. So, I'm going with the Eagles. I am going to go against the Eagles because it's not—it's not for your interest. It's—it's. It's, I mean, it's the Eagles. Yeah, it's not—it's not for your interest. Like you, fuck you have- niggas, fuck South Street. No, I'm sorry. I'm joking. Damn. <laughs> wow. All right, so next game. We got to get to the next game. So the Ravens are playing in Los Angeles at the Coliseum versus the Chargers. Who does everybody have? Um, if they're playing the Chargers, they're, not, they're, playing at the, they're playing at the Sandlot, a.k.a. known as the StubHub Center. They only host 15 people. Um, Chargers. Okay. I don't see For that irrelevant random-ass fact. Hey, that's um, fine. I'm going to go with yeah, Philip Rivers. Brittany? Um, definitely Phillip Rivers, just for a simple fact that I don't give a fuck about the Ravens. They're not my fantasy team. So this this almost seems like it's a unanimous pick. We just need yeah, Rob. 
Oh, definitely Chargers. Eric? I'm going with my dark horse pick to win the whole Super Bowl this year. The Raven? No. Oh, boy. I was about to say Chargers. Okay. So unanimous. Hey, even Tia said she was going for the Chargers. Okay. So even, whoa. Tia's on her phone. Let's, let's not even do this. <laughs> I didn't say anything about a Charger. All right, so next game, the Bucks. Change the batteries here. Just change the batteries. The Bucks at the Cowboys. Um, so I'm going to say I want the Bucks to win just because I fucking – the Cowboys are like the second worst fan base in the whole wide universe. And I just need them to still be humbled after that donut they put up last week. So I'm I'm going with them as a hate pick, not necessarily because I think they will, will lose, but just because I hate them that much. But. So look, I need the cowgirls to lose, but I know they're not gonna lose to the Bucks, and this might be the first time. We need to go back and check the tapes. This is the first time I've ever said Dallas was gonna win. I'm gonna check the record just to be sure. Um, I know that for a fact. Darren has <laughs> I actually picked. I actually picked the cow. Them shit turds last week, and they lost. So yeah, do it again. This, I'm gonna do it again. I'm going with the fuck. Yeah, boys. do it again. Wait, Q is going for the cow. What in the world? I went. I went. I went with them last week, and they got, and they got a very nicely glazed donut. Okay. So I'm going with them again. And we'll see. See. See if that works again. All right, so Rob. Well, I need the Bucks to win. Okay, so Rob is going with them to you. Cowboys. Oh boy. <laughs> e. I'm, what pick y'all let her make is she picks wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm picking my fucking Cowboys actually. Okay. All right, me. For fantasy sakes, because I'm in the championship, I'm going with the Bucks. So that's just me. Next game, Falcons versus the Panthers. Why is it a pick? You said what? Why? Because they're both trash. Why are we doing this? We're doing this <laughs> because we all the other games this week don't really matter. You got the Rams versus the Cardinals. You got the Jaguars versus the Dolphins. You got the Bears versus the 49ers. Steelers versus the Saints. Bills versus the Patriots. We have the Lions versus the Vikings, and we have the Bengals versus the Browns. Lions versus the Vikings is going to be better than fucking this game. But all right. Yeah, but there's no implications. Yeah, there's no the Vikings are already in. The Vikings are like so. Oh, the Vikings are about to be in. Uh, oh, the, 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 the trash ass Panthers can still make it? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, fuck them. Julio, let's go. Damn. <laughs> okay. So Brittany said Julio. I need Atlanta to win, so Atlanta. Me? I'm going with my twin, uh, Julio. Okay. So, <laughs> Brittany, stop stop it. Uh, Atlanta, I need Atlanta to win. Uh, it is self-proclaimed, but my man, we were born the same day, the same year, though. Mm. I need Atlanta to win. Atlanta. Tia and Rob? Atlanta. Yeah, I don't care what All Tia right. said. <laughs> Going with Julio Jones. So you know Roll Tide, aka Tia. So you you know Bye. Hold on. I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> do we need do we need to tam tam that one? 
I'm going to say him. All right, next game, because we got to get out of sports. The Steelers versus the Saints. Hope my football chat isn't listening to this, but I need the Steelers to win because I want to have um, first round by so everybody comes to Chicago. So go with the Steelers. Oh boy! All right. Where is the game being held at? Where's it being? In the dome. It's in the dome. Oh, Saints! I don't think they're going to win, but like this is when I'm just going because I want things to happen my way. So if I put it out in the universe, God damn it, it may or may not happen. Put me a holiday down for the Saints. Oh damn! Okay. Saints versus who? Steelers. Who that? Steelers. You said who that nation? He is going with the Saints. Q, who do you got? Who that? I'm going with the Steelers because I got three people in fantasy championships, including Ben. I have Antonio Brown, and I have Jalen Samuels. So, I'm I'm cool. be back, but I... so those right. are our football yeah. picks. Let's, you know what, this week, since we are all not in the same room, let's just move straight to entertainment, okay? Well, like news and entertainment. So, sounds good. First and foremost, we need to speak on like Kanika Jenkins. So her mother is suing the hotel for that, you know, she was found in for $50 million after they found her daughter dead in a freezer. Now, we didn't get a chance to talk about this because this happened earlier in the year and this is before the podcast. Did y'all follow this at all? I I did. I followed it closely. Yes. What were y'all thoughts? Do you feel as though, like, there was some foul play? I feel like, for the most part, her and her friends are responsible because how like here's my thing like I have good friends I'm a good friend when I find out my friend is missing for any period of time longer than 25 minutes I'm asking where the fuck she's at so like yes it's the hotel's responsibility because like you should know who is in and out of your fucking freezer but like there's a there's a whole bunch of shit that like just didn't add up to this story um and the people she hung out with didn't really love her or respect her, in my opinion. Because um, there's no way that anybody goes missing for any amount of time that you don't, like, fucking investigate and find out where the fuck... You went out, Brittany. You went out. You... you... Aren't really I go out all the time. I was just out in New York last weekend. No, like, no. <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're, we're not talking about that out. Oh. Like, you literally cut we out. I can hear you. Oh, that's not my fault. I do. Um, I'm saying, like it's, like, it's like when you are with somebody, when you're with your friends, they're supposed to know where you are. Like, when you're out with people, as, especially as women, because as women, we have to watch each other's back more so than men do. Because we have the higher chance of shit happening to us than you guys. That's just life. That's just the way things are. Mm. So even when you're out with your friends, no matter what age you are, when they're gone for a little bit amount of time, you're like, where the fuck are they? Mm -hmm. So, like, I blame her friends. I blame her choice in friends. I also blame the hotel. $50 million is not enough to bring back her child, but it's a good fucking start, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, the hotel should have been responsible for, like, Who's going in out of their fucking freezer? Who's going in out of their shit? Like, 
there mm. should be like locks and things in fucking place so that they know what's going on. But like, I feel like it's just such a fucking weird situation. There's so many variables that we don't know about that we will probably never know about. Yeah. But like, it's just sad overall because she was a young girl and that shouldn't happen. I really hate when things like this happen to young girls. But like, I hope that her friends, the people who she was with, who she was meeting up with, really like take stock in what the fuck happened to her and pay attention to their surroundings and pay attention to who they're with because it could have been them. Yeah. And that's the sad part about it. And that, that's what like kind of pissed me off the most because when I follow, I followed the whole situation that happened. I listened to like a lot of true crime podcasts who said like similar things. They picked up pieces. They tried to analyze the video saying that there were people like peeking out of the elevators and around the corners, like directing her and everything. But the main part to me that didn't make sense was they said that she died from hypothermia, but they said that the freezer was off and had been off because that was the one part of the building that was under construction. So it's like, how can it possibly be that she died from hypothermia when the freezer that she was in was off? Everybody concluded that it was not on for one. Two, you see the camera that somebody, I guess the next day, they had footage of that person coming in, you know, coming out of the freezer and he had his belt like, you know, he was trying to adjust himself and everything. It, it's just a really fucked up situation. But uh, needless to say, just don't stay at a Crown Plaza. My thing is, there's a whole, like, where were the other cameras? Yeah. That's why I know the hotel got to do some shit. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe it's me, because I've been, I did, like, fucked up shit in my former life. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just watch for, like, cameras yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Hotels have cameras everywhere. So you mean to tell me we only get, get like, two angles to see where the hell this girl yeah. was at? And that's what they said. They said that one of the girl, well, one of the friends worked at the Crown Plaza, so they were going and, like, you know, turning off certain cameras so you couldn't find stuff, or, you know, hiding the cameras and everything, but... Every- she need jail time. Whoever that girl was, she yeah. need jail time. Because yeah. you can hear in the audio, maybe, you know how they say that when you hear certain things, you may hear it, but another person doesn't? Like, I know what I heard. I heard her screaming, like, from another room. It sounded like the bathroom. And they had a video of her or, you know, what looked like to be a reflection on the girl's phone that was FaceTime and everything of Kanika on the bed. Now, that's what I saw, but that's just my eyes. It could be deceiving me. But for me, in my heart of hearts, I know sounds. And when shit starts sounding and looking sketchy, it's probably sketchy. So you follow that into the fact that she's stumbling down a hallway that's not the same floor that they were on. And you could clearly see the shadow of homeboy, like, motioning her to come over this way. There was just some foul play either way. Um, So... You know, rest in peace to Kanika Jenkins and, you know, our condolences to her family. They need to get more than 50 million. I feel like that's not enough for all the shit they endure. At all. Not at all. It, it was just, oh, God. I hate even talking about it now, but that, that was a really messed up situation. Um, in lighter news, homeowners in an Oregon neighborhood thought that they could have an inflatable black Santa on their lawn, but they forgot the neighborhood that they lived in. Mind you, I said Oregon, right? So, the Oregon races is well, <laughs> first and foremost. Let's just go there. Yeah. Because uh, it's one of those places that's like they kind of created like their own little utopia and shit. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it looks nice and shit, but yo, that yeah. it's bad out there, low key. They said that the Black Santa only made it twenty four hours before vandals, because they won't say Trump supporters, but that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Oh, okay. Vandals, yeah. They noted that yeah, the, the gray lines of white people, but all right. Yeah, so they said that the news station reports that the Black Santa was slashed several times with a sharp instrument, and then they had a slash to the stomach of the an inflatable thing, and then as well as an inflatable arm. And then in 20 years, you know, what the article says is, we've lived here for 20 years and we've never seen any type of racial incidents. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like they just didn't see it on purpose or... Now they, were they were blind to the version. That's a damn lie. <clears throat> I said that's a damn lie. They ain't seen it. They just, they just living in that utopia life, like oh, everything's so perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the I'm not black. I'm OJ type of people. Mm. Wow. Rob, Rob hit the nail on the head. Nice one. Um, I will say this as a person who grew up in the racist part of America. Shout out to Missouri. Hey. Um, and been called a nigga many times in my face, they don't think that shit's racist. Mm. So it's not racial to them. It's not racist to them. Like, that's just, it's not how they view things. That's just the way things are. So, like, y'all, like, the rest of the world has to understand that, like, there are just parts of America where this shit just happens and there's no one to check them unless there's national news coverage. And mm. so, yeah, they didn't see it because there's national news coverage. And guess what? When the news coverage goes away, they're not going to see that shit again because it's just going to happen. So, yeah, whatever. Shout out to you racist people, Trump supporters, whatever you want to call it, vandals, mm. a.k.a. regular-ass white people. That's like 85% of y'all. Mm. Mm. We, so move, moving from the racial side of stuff, we need to talk about something we don't get to talk about often. We haven't previously. Um, you know, last week or like at the beginning of last week, Kevin Hart, you know, he kind of rescinded his, you know, invitation to do the Oscars and everything. So he had all these tweets and everything from the past come out and everybody came to his defense, but more importantly, DL Hughley. So I just want to play the article. Hold on. Give me one. Yeah, I'm going to play the whole article. So it's so uh, you know off the press right now. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about your comments um, about Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart was offered the Oscars, and he announced that it was you know one of his dreams to always host this sure. and so forth. And then they unearthed some old uh, tweets of his, um, which some people you know felt were homophobic. Sure. At first, he said that he wasn't going to apologize. And then he ended up basically stepping down and somewhat apologizing. Well, I, I, I think, and you know, Kevin's a talented cat, and I don't know what I, I talked to him on that. Um, I guess uh, the Friday after it happened, um, and um, I would have never apologized for telling the joke. Uh, and I, uh, I, I defended him. Like I defended Don Imus's right to tell him to, uh, to say something dumb. I defended Bill Amar's right to say something dumb. John Rocker's right to say something dumb. Michael Richards' right to say something dumb. I am um, my defense of Kevin Hart is, is basically self centered because in order for uh, people to be free to say what they want, I have to be free. in order for me to be free to say what I want. They got to be free to say what they want. 
But I'm really, the, the, to me, the, the, the gay community has, has started to become bullies. Like if you say anything about, listen, we live in America, well, we're persecuted and people are dying. That same adage, black people have been dying in this country and persecuted in this country since we got here. But jokes are still made about us. People are dying and that's very unfortunate. The Fifth Amendment allows Americans to have guns. A million Americans have died from the 60s to right now at the hands of other Americans. And every time there's a mass tragedy, what do they say? That's part of the business. That's part of, the, that's part of what you get when you have this right. It is part of, it's, 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 it's freedom. It's the freedom, our freedom, because we have this freedom, it, it results in these kinds of things. And no one ever talks about taking the Fifth Amendment away from somebody. More people will die because of the, the, the Fifth Amendment than ever would die from the first. Well, you had a response. We'll, we'll go ahead and play that now. So let me get this straight. A comedian tells a joke that offends people and refuses uh, to apologize. Uh, and people want to know what I think of that. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Well played, Kevin Hart. That is how it's done. People always go, why do comedians get away with it? Because we're not scared to get fired. You can say whatever you want to if you're not scared to lose your gig. Well done, Kevin Hart. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. But I, I think that the, the most interesting thing about your response was that uh, I need opinions. <laughs> okay, okay, can I go first? Yes. I, okay, so this is the first time I listened to this. Um, as a black bisexual woman, um, I have several issues with this. Mm-hmm. A, because the Fifth Amendment has nothing to do with the right to bear arms, motherfucker. So it's the Second Amendment that you're talking about, D.L. Hoogley. So if you're going to speak intelligently on the subject, at least have the right fucking amendment. Second of all, comedians tell jokes all the time that are offensive and not funny. So um, let's be clear. Just because you're a comedian, it doesn't give you the right to offend people. It also doesn't give you the right to tell shit that's just not funny per se. All right. Third of all, who the fuck cares about the Oscars? Because they're white anyway. And when we win, we win for stupid ass shit. So fuck them. Fourth of all, um, I want to say that like you have to understand like there's no intersectionality in what he said. There are just as many black people that are killed for being black as they are for being gay, as they are for being transgender, as they are for being bisexual, as they are for being lesbians. Like there's a lot of people that just die for many reasons because of their choices um, in life and. Granted, I don't, I don't want to say choices because I believe that we are born this way. There are a lot of people who believe that we choose this life. But um, trust me, if I could choose to just be heterosexual, it would be much easier for me. But I love women, and they're not as easy to deal with as men. So, like, it is what it is. So um, I feel like that's, that's just, like, a wrong take to have. Um, if he doesn't want to apologize for his comments, that's cool. But don't sit there and try to defend it on the basis of it being funny and being comedian because a lot of things you say aren't funny. They aren't actually good jokes and they are very much trash. And to compare it to different amendments and use freedom of speech as a way, like that's that's basically saying like, oh, I'm allowed to say the word nigga. I'm allowed to say the word kike. I'm allowed to wait. I'm allowed to say the word fucking chink and shit because you know it's the First Amendment. I can offend whoever I want to offend because it's the First Amendment. 
that's not okay. Like you, just because you have a freedom of speech doesn't mean your freedom of speech should be stupid and insensitive. And that's that's a huge problem I have. Like I get that we don't have to be PC with comedy. You can say different things, but like at the end of the day, like what he said wasn't even that funny. Like, so what if if, if his son plays with fucking dolls? Like you call him gay. That's cool, but it's still not funny. Like, at the end of the day, like it's a homophobic thing to say. Like, either you're going to apologize for it or you're going to be like, you know what, fuck it, I said what I said and be done with it. But, like, don't try to make excuses for it and try to compare it to other shit and just be like, oh, because we're black, you know, we've been persecuted for forever, but so have, there's also black people who are gay who've also been persecuted for being black and gay. And I feel like a lot of times the people who make these fucking, like, stupid rhetoric, they don't realize that there's a whole population that encompasses both parts of those statements. Like yeah. you can't just be like, oh, you know, well, gay people are bullies. No, like they're not bullies. They have a right to feel what they want to feel too. But like, there's also gay black people, so they have it on both sides. So like, you can't just say stupid shit like that. Like, ugh, I'm just ugh, yeah. just ugh. All right, so like, and also, why the fuck did he have this back? Turn his eyes in that fucking video, nigga. Get some cucumbers in your life, like. Bye. Wow. Um, actually, now nah, I want I want other people to go because like I, I got some stuff to say that's interesting given Brittany's comments, but I want everybody else to go first though. Anybody else got a thought on that one? Tia, you go. Whether it was a joke or not, I feel like he had the right to say how he felt at the time. And if he don't want his son playing with dolls, he don't want his son playing with dolls. I don't understand why everybody makes such such a big deal out of it. I feel like ever since the LBGT plus community has come out, they have made everyone so fucking sensitive to everything that it's ridiculous. And it's getting to a point where, and no offense to anyone who's part of that community, but they are forcing a lot of their lifestyle on us on a day-to-day basis, and they expect us not to say anything about it. Even when it comes to the bathrooms and schools and showing shit with the kids on TV and the, the cartoons and shit, like, don't force y'all shit on us. If y'all want to do that, then do it. It's nothing wrong with it, but it's not for the masses. All of us don't want to see it. All of us don't want to be a part of it. All of us don't want it a part of our lifestyle. And we have the right to say yay or nay and how we feel about it without everyone being up in arms about it. That's all. I, I want to hear from one of the guys first, and then I want to have, you know, because I know Brittany has one other thing she wants to say. Eric, I'm going to let you Next, now yeah, let, let's so so there. so Darren, go ahead. I'm, I have to have Brittany say something else. I want to hear from Rob and Q. I know they, you know, got other stuff going on too. Well, Tia said it. I ain't saying that goddamn thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tia said majority of what I wanted to say. Um, the LBGT. N O P. I don't know how many other letters are added into it. LGBT. Okay. Q I. Oh my God. Q I. L B G T Q I. Got it. Okay. I'll no, let, let, no, no, no. Later and never no, let's, use it. Let, let's be completely correct, Brittany. Can you clarify? I said L G B T Q. L G B T Q I. A. A. A as well. 
Okay, so LGBTQ. Okay. Yes. Community. Les- lesbian, gay, mm-hmm. transgender. Mm-hmm. Wait, LGBT. No, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Question. Queer. Well, queer questioning, because queer for some people is actually offensive. Queer are questioning because queer can also be offensive. Right. Um, Is intersex? Yes. And there's also asexual? Yes. So I appreciate the I and the A. Okay. They're more affectionately known as LGBTQ, right? That's how they clarify themselves on... IA is a little bit much, but yes. I wanted to just say that it's not like we're leaving somebody out. I want to make sure that's crystal clear to so anybody who's listening. It is not to be offensive to you and, you know, how you live your life. We just have to clarify. So thank you, Eric. Thank you, Brittany. But Darren, go ahead and get your thoughts out. The community as a whole have become bullies. They are literally forcing the hand of a lot of shit. They're forcing the hand of it. I don't have a problem with the open transparency and it. you fighting for equal rights and certain things. That's perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm even fine with it being plastered all over the fucking TV everywhere. I'm okay with it because I can censor what my child sees. So I'm okay with that. That's not a problem. But you guys do have to understand, they are literally bullying their way through a lot of things and this is one of those situations they bullied their way to make somebody apologize for something he said years ago if he said that about his son it's his fucking son mm-hmm. it's like me saying i don't want my fucking daughter touching a football i don't want her to grow up being a tomboy it's my child i can say what i want to say about my child twitter is an open platform you all use twitter daily mm-hmm. It's an open platform. You can say what the fuck you want to say. It comes back and it harms you when you're in positions of power and positions of money like these people. Mm. Like, look at, um, what is his name? Kyler Murray. Just won the Heisman Trophy. Two-sport athlete at Oklahoma. Got slandered by some tweets he wrote as a freshman. As a freshman. Years ago. Years ago. Come on, man. It's... Twitter is an open platform. You're going to say what you want to say. People are going to be offended. Uh, Kevin Hart is a comedian. Half of his jokes are offensive to someone somewhere. Deal with it. Stop being so fucking sensitive. Mm. So I'm going to say something I don't get to say much. I'm usually just like the facilitator here. So I was making notes, but these are things that not only that I've concluded from other podcasts, but things that have made me change my opinions on a lot. Um, You... Some people don't parse their tweets. We may or may not still be stuck in 08, 09 Twitter when you could just let shit fly and everything was socially acceptable because if you offended somebody, somebody would just say, well, log off Twitter if you offended, blah, 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 blah. That's not the case anymore. Um, Secondly, there's growth. I'm sure that Kevin Hart's new stand-ups won't be nearly as offensive as they will be, you know, as they were previously. However, it's the sake that he said what he said. That doesn't, like, negate the fact that he said it. You can delete these tweets because, you know, the internet is clearly forever. But my issue is it wasn't that hard for you to apologize. I think I had a personal problem, just me, with Kevin Hart saying, I'm not apologizing for what I said. I said what I said, and either you're going to deal with it or get over it. That's not what he said. He said he apologized for this years he ago. Apolog- He's never people apologizing Rob, Rob, over and over again. Rob, it's not about apologizing over and over again. If you said something, and yeah, you may have apologized four or five years ago, the fact that you let, that's the equivalent of me saying, hey, Rob, 
fuck you, you ain't shit. And I put that in a, tw- like in a tweet and I left that tweet up. If you go back to that tweet seven years ago and you still feel the same way, like, well, I thought, you know, we had cleared that shit up and you deleted that tweet and I left it up. And, you know, you're like, oh, I still feel a certain way. What, what was so hard about you deleting that tweet? Bruh, what the nigga to be how many upset? tweets he got to delete? He got to delete every single all tweet of them. on offense. All of them. All of them. Like, one. Yeah, but you can't, you can't go and say, I apologize and leave the shit up. That's... You know what I have an issue with? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, folks. Hold on, hold on. People saying that fucking gay people are bullies when heterosexuality has been pushed on everybody from the onset. We're not saying that you're bullies. We're saying that your community is bullying your way to get stuff done. You know my issue with this is... Your community has been bullying for the whole life. You know my issue with this is? It's only... This severe backlash happened with Black Panther because they didn't involve any gay people in it. Mm-hmm. The severe backlash happens to Kevin Hart. The severe backlash happens to every time there's a minority pushed to the forefront for something that has involved with white people or pushes a boundary. I'm not saying Kevin Hart is absolved for what he did. I'm not saying that. But the brothers apologized for this thing multiple times over the years. I get it. If I was him, I don't I think he has to go back and delete his tweets Every time somebody finds it offensive, that means he has to delete his entire Twitter thread, basically. Everything he said, he has to delete. You're going to find something offensive in anything he says because of his job and his career path. So no, he didn't delete it because he's already addressed it multiple times throughout the years on many platforms. No, he shouldn't have to delete it. He's addressed this. There's footage of it over the years. This is 10 years ago. So they're bringing this up again 10 years later, and he's done it over the 10 years. Hell no, he ain't got to apologize for this again. Hell no, he ain't got to address this again. Why? Because he's done it multiple times. Hop off his dick. So it's like, if I got to apologize for something multiple times, I ain't going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. To address what Greg said, if somebody says, fuck you, Rob, on Twitter, then they apologize to me later on Twitter later, I don't give a rat's ass if it's deleted or not. You've addressed it. So if you want to hop on that person's dick and bring it back up, just to stop their shine, I agree with Kevin Hart. I ain't dealing with this shit. That man's on a multi-country tour right now. When he tweeted, he, when he said he wasn't going to deal with it, he was in Sydney, Australia, headed to Melbourne. He don't give a fuck about the Oscars. He only did that shit because it was something critical of his. You want to give it to him? Fuck it. We never address, just like when they showed those other actresses who said all the racist stuff, we never address them. We never bring it up. Amy Schumer has been racist for her entire career. She's making her entire career, the she's making said, bank. Cut out. Sorry about that. Sarah Silverman has been making racist jokes her entire career, and she's making bank. So no, no. All right. I do not expect Kevin Hart to keep apologizing for something he's already apologized for. All right. Everyone's always up in arms about something a black person does, but the minute somebody white, somebody does it, and they keep doing it, because I don't know how many times Amy Schumer has made Nazi jokes and has gotten away with it, no one bats an eye. So no. Now, no, hold on, hold on. No. Before everybody goes and says what they need to say, I'm just going to take that. I'm going to say a story that just recently happened as of yesterday. Um, Sarah Silverman, you brought her up. So what she said was she apologized for what she had said previously. And what she's going to do going forward is to no longer use offensive gay jokes in her comedy. I thought that was honestly a way of appeasing both sides without, you know, causing conflict going forward. 
So take that. You know, that's not fair, Greg, because Sarah Silverman's entire career has been racist jokes. And no one cares. Can I, let me just jump in. Okay. No, it's more than just racist jokes against Jewish people. It's been against black people. It's been against gay people. It's been against, it's been racist and <laughs> it's been racist jokes her entire career. Everyone's I mean, it's not racist, but I right, so look, so look, can I, can I please, I, this is the reason why I wanted everybody else to go first. Cause like. Cause you're going to spend an hour talking about it. Nope, I'm not even going to spend an hour <laughs> talking about it. Because honestly, there's more, there's, I, there's valid, and I hate to sound like this, there's valid things that were said on both sides. However, there's things that need to be just fucking defined. And we, we got to, like, call shit for what it really is. Um, so, first and foremost, some of y'all are wrong because this whole thought... It's right and wrong, right? So you can sit here and say that they are, quote unquote, bullying their way to get done. Let's be quite frank about a couple of things. First and foremost, the reason that a lot of thing, a lot of good things are happening right now, as far as like laws on behalf of the LGBTQ community are taking place, is because of gay white men. Mm-hmm. Let's call it for what it is, because intersectional intersectionality is a thing. Nobody's just one. Th- just nobody's part of just one per, one group or one like social group or uh, like I am I'm straight I'm black I'm a man like those are three different things those are all social those are all social constructs I just named off the, like all three of those things make up my identity right but in this situation if the push for gay the push for gay marriage had taken place and the people at the front of it were black women or or, or gay black men, none of this shit going on will take place right now. Why? Because race is still a factor. The fact that it was gay white men at the forefront of it is why a lot of things are getting done. Because they can still attach themselves to a degree to white supremacy. The reason I'm bringing that up is this. The backlash of being offended of the cultural group, of the other social locations of white people who are part of the LGBTQ community is, is some of the most hypocritical shit that takes place in this country to this day. Because granted, don't, don't get me wrong, they, a lot of the laws for the LGBT, LGBTQ community, I support. Like, if we're being quite frank about it, I was in North Carolina when they had the whole bathroom bill go down. They used the fact that people were conservative and uh, quote-unquote Christian to hide the fact that they put in, put in within a bill that they were banning transgender bathrooms. They put in a bill to say that employers can discriminate according to race, sex, gender, disability, all that for jobs. Why? Because they knew that people hated other sexualities that much, either implicitly or explicitly. So let's call things for what they really are here. Like, some of these laws need to take place. They're not now. When you're saying they're bullying stuff, they're not bullying things because of their sexuality or their orientation. They're able to bully things to take place because a lot of times the voices are white, and they're using their whiteness to be able to push other aspects of their personality. Now, grant or, they, or or who they are. Now, granted, Kevin Hart was 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 he could have handled that shit a lot better. Yeah. Point blank. Period. If he had came out, like, we know that you apologize, my guy. I, I get it. I get it. But guess what, dude? 
do you want to be right or you want to be happy? He ain't have to. He ain't had to be like, man, fuck y'all. Like, okay, that's all well and good. That's how you really feel. I hear you. But he ain't apologize, my nigga. It ain't for it ain't for them. It's for you. Keep yourself some peace. You should delete those tweets. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but guess what? Drake ain't gonna take a, they're gonna take back to back off of every fucking streaming site. Absolutely. And him and me cool. Yeah. Like there is a there is a a, a really weird like line that's taking place. I don't feel as though LGBTQ communities like forcing their way into shit. Cause honestly, I don't give a fuck about what they do. Like, like love who you love. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And a lot of us be talking crazy because we don't know the people that's closest to us and what they actually may or may not be. Exactly. If we keep our shit funky. But like, I, I just find it real crazy that we, we we do this sometimes. Like, granted, like I'm not saying Kevin Hart was right or wrong. What I'm saying is that he could have handled that shit better and smarter because just because you don't mean to be offensive. But just because you're not offensive anymore doesn't mean that you didn't offend people. Mm. And for the sake of his career, and for the sake of doing what was right, he should have been right. He, he didn't need to be right. He should have been. He should have made sure he was happy, dog. That's all yeah. I'm saying. So I'm gonna I'm let Q. Do you have anything to say? Q has said nothing for this topic at all. If he doesn't have, anything. <clears throat> um, I, I I agree. You know, people, you gotta. People have to, I don't know. It's like, it's the thing about being respectful, but it's also like, this is things that he said 10 years ago. If we're going to keep judging people off of things that they said when they may not have understood the topic or, or you know, didn't understand how it, how it, how it truly affects people mm-hmm. or you know, things like that, then what what the hell are we going to, what the hell are we going to become? Everything is always, you know, I'm offended by this and I'm offended by that. And by all means, if if what he said offends you, you have every right to feel the way you do. But why we need to stop persecuting and and shunning people because of what things that they may have Thought, said, tweeted, wrote, whatever years before they had clarity on the on the on the whatever subject that the someone is aggrieved about. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to let Brittany get this. I'm, thank you, Q. Um, Rod from the Black Guy Who Tip. I I always like go back to what he told me. He says, I'm okay with being wrong, but I'm open to being educated. And a lot of people need to take that mantra as well, because a lot of people will go and hear themselves speak just because they like to hear themselves speak, but they don't want to hear the other person's, like, I won't say their lifestyle or anything like that, but they just don't want to hear the other person. And then when they do, they hear them in order to give a response. We see this every day in group me groups. We see this on Facebook, Twitter. That's why you have a lot of people who they'll say, well, fuck that nigga or fuck this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just an ongoing thread instead of somebody stopping and saying, you know what? Educate me on why I need to feel the way you feel or not even feel the way you feel, but I need to understand why you feel that way. So with the LGBTQIA, just to make it crystal clear, like a lot of people need to, instead of saying that 
we are dividing the two between the, you know, the straight and the other community. They're like, hey, what can I learn from you? And what can I, I won't say gain, but what more so can I get from you that will help me? So when the next person has this discussion with me, I can take what you gave me and sound as if like somebody pulled me aside and gave me that information that I could take to you. So um, when you said, I wrote this down, when you said, you know, shunning and like persecuting people, that's the issue with social media. This came out at the, you know, I won't say this came out because it sounds like I'm bringing that community up. But when you say shunning and persecuting, a lot of people take that as, oh, well, you're putting us in a box and then everything else is y'all. Like y'all are safe because it's, this is really triggering when you say like persecuting and shunning. So just help us, you know, I won't say help us, but more so just help me as a man, a straight black man, like Eric said, know better. So I'm not ignorant when I go out and somebody overhears me at a bar that, hey, I might actually have a job interview with them on Wednesday. And I said something stupid that they know, like, wait, this motherfucker, like, doesn't even know the area that he's in. You don't know. Your bartender could be gay. Your, you know, your, you know, your waitress could be a lesbian. More importantly, like, you don't know the environment that you're in. Honestly, I know for a fact, I've been in multiple situations where I don't know where I'm at until I'm actually looking around and, you know, analyzing the environment. So saying that, I'm going to let Brittany, like, close out this little segment before we get into the next topic. So Brittany, I know she's been holding in for, like, the past 15 minutes. (laughs) Only because I'm a member of the LGBTQIA. Like, so here's the thing. What Kevin Hart said wasn't that offensive my issue was with people defending it all right Mm -hmm. yes he said it 10 years ago but guess what i wasn't on twitter 10 years ago Mm -hmm. i just heard about it yesterday so i don't give a fuck about his apology 10 years ago or five years ago i just learned about it yesterday i'm an old woman i don't have time to keep up with twitter it's not something that i agree with so this is also coming from the man who just had a Cowboys and Indians party and defended that because he didn't understand why that was wrong. So, like, you have to combine these things together. So, like, it's not necessarily about the fact that we think he's homophobic. He may be. There's a lot of homophobic people. There's many bad people that just don't fucking like gays. That's just how it is. There's a lot of racist people out there. They're not bad people. They just don't like fucking black people. They don't like fucking Mexican people. But they're not necessarily bad human beings. They just have bad thinking. All right? And so, like, my thing is, like, to say that we're bullies or that we're pushing an agenda, most black gay people who are black people who are part of this we are caught in the middle and for black people to automatically assume that it's a gay versus black thing for me is ignorant and that's what i don't like because there is a huge i won't say huge there's a large segment of black people who fit within the lgbtqia community so when black people make these arguments they're disrupting or disregarding a lot of people who are within their community themselves. We have enough to fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I always say, like, there's um, a thing where we are fighting a lot of different things on a lot of different fronts. And it's hard for us to choose. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
You have to choose being black. You have to choose being a woman. You have to choose being bisexual or gay or trans or whatever you want to be. But you're still fighting. And you're always fighting. You never stop fighting. And so what disappoints me is that black people are also very marginalized in the society. And when they cape up against another community that's marginalized, no matter if that community has a bigger voice, we need to figure out why their voice is bigger than ours since we've been marginalized for a lot longer. But we always tend to attack that community as well. And coming from a society and a family where my black gay brother was attacked within our family, where I have been shunned because I am bisexual and black and a woman. Like, you know, it's just hard to deal with when you see educated black people be like, you know, well, y'all always pushing y'all shit on us. I'm like, but your shit has been pushed on us since we were born. And, you know, like, yes, there are a lot of you that think it's nature versus nurture, but though those of us who feel like we were born this way, it's mm-hmm. an insult. Okay. It's an insult like shit. It's an insult to who we are because I don't believe that I was pushed to be bisexual. I believe I was born to be bisexual. My brother doesn't believe he was pushed to be gay. He was born gay. I believe that as well. So we have these dual identities that we have to deal with. And a lot of times, even within our own communities, we are shunned and not our, our, our arguments aren't seen as valid because they don't agree with that particular identity. So that's my thing. I don't really care that he said that joke. Like I said, lots of comedians make bad jokes that are inappropriate, that are offensive to other people. You brought up Amy Schumer. You were brought up Sarah Silverman. But, like, the thing about it is they, you know what I'm saying, when they are shunned, when, when they are told that they are being offensive to their own community, by their own community, they apologize and they do all the shit that they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck that he said this shit 10 years ago. I didn't hear about it 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, Kevin Hart was actually funny to me. He's not funny anymore. So, like, today, I hear about this shit, and you're like, oh, fuck it. I said what I said. Well, then, okay, you said what you said. You're homophobic now. Fuck it. Like, yeah. it is what it is. Like, move on. Like, I don't care either way, but I care about, like, the fucking D.L. Hughley's that are coming out here with their baggy-ass fucking eyes and, oh, like, for this shit. Lord. So, we're we, we, <laughs> we, we go, we gonna get to the next topic, and then we're gonna try to close it out. So, um, actually, we got two topics, if y'all don't mind. Um, so, if you don't mind having two topics, do you mind? No, I'm good. All right. Good. So, first and foremost, we'll end with Cardi B. Um, so since it's the holidays, we haven't really had most like holiday topics. This article that I read on Elite Daily has said the holiday positions to try for 2018 based on your zodiac sign. Now, I am personally an Aquarius. Eric is as well. Um, why do we have the sex position? The sex position called spinning the dreidel. Which one of y'all? Is out here spinning a drink. Actually, where's Tia at? Because I can, can we talk about? Can we get like a description, or can you like share what? Oh, the oh, I, I, I'm going to. I'm I'm going to. I for, re- to look, I'm, a, I'm a for reference, though. 
Yeah. I want to know what my position is so I can let these niggas know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to be as descriptive as the website says. Wait, for reference, though, because I think actually it was earlier today. Tia was mad at me and told me, she gave me the finger. Like, like she said, fuck you. And she told me to sit and spin on it. And I think that might be the same thing as the spin and dreidel, even though that's not personally my skis. Well, let me get to it. The spin the dreidel is considered a sexy ankle squeezing position. So to get into this position, have you, the receiving partner lay on the edge of the bed with their legs up. The penetrating partner then takes them by the ankles, holding their legs up while penetrating them and crossing their legs into an X. This creates a really tight fit that feels amazing with bonus ankle love. Oh, what they don't tell you is to put your to- put toes in your mouth when you're doing it. I'm envisioning it. I'm trying to figure Yo, okay, it out. I would, I would love this. for y'all to see D Banks up here like <laughs> doing this shit with his arms. I'm trying to, like, like, like I'm envisioning like, I had to put my shit on mute because I laughed so fucking loud and so hard that he's like, I'm gonna do this with my wife later today. I'm gonna do this. Like, I feel like he was like, no, this is what we're doing later. I'm trying to figure out how that even works. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, is he doing so, that? We, we have a few Geminis, and oh my goodness. This oh, one shit. is called. Why is everything you related, though? So, this one is called the Monora. Um, and what the fuck? This is all This no. is all very funny to me because. Oh, so you I'm had to put Kevin. So, so, you Gemini's like hot West and she got all Ricky Martin and whatnot. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. Gemini's have the wackest. So, this is called. It's called the Menorah. It says, Actually, nothing gets. No, listen. It says, nothing gets Gemini's in the mood like a good shoulder rub. So, spice it up, turn up the holiday heat, literally, by introducing massage oil candles into foreplay. That's it. The hot wax shit. Y'all, y'all about to do the, the, the edible, the edible wax. So. Now I'm so boring. That was very yeah, regular. I was expecting something so much. Unless it was let's like edible wax. Let's listen to Tia right now. I'm going to go. I'm going to take a break. Tia, tell us what's not boring. Ooh. No, let's continue. That's no, 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 no. That's boring. What, what would not be boring? Tell us something exciting, Tia. Yeah, because real life. That's what Cookie Chronicles is for. That's where you get all of the exclusive shit. Oh, 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 oh see, nah, see, he, he goes with Shameless Club. Right? Because you can't be holding it out for your own stuff. Like, let's not. Nah, let's not though, because real life, Slim, I want you to keep that same energy. You know what? I want you to keep that same energy, Eric. That Aquarius position will work for me pegging you as well. Like, wow. And wow. So let's keep that energy. Yo, why the hell? Like, yo, for real, for real, I don't know how to feel about the fact that twice today, Tia has said she wants to peg me. We need to have like, a, a sound bite for pegging. We need to have a, like a sound gif for pegging. Cause, we, like, we, we do have a sound bite for pegging. I, I need that to happen. Why Why? Why do you want to fuck him in the ass so much? <laughs> what is going on? see my face. Well, that's an arrivement. That's an arrivement. Look, we got to relax. No, see, see, here's the thing, though. I really think low-key that Tia has a fetish with ass because we found out yesterday she eats ass. And now today... You still haven't Whoa! said, Eric, you still haven't said it's a hell no to her. 
I'm definitely, I don't have to say hell no. It's an already understood thing. I'm not down with this. He wants to eat ass because he brings it up all the time. He just hasn't done it yet. Okay, but that's not the focus. The focus is the fact that Tia... (laughs) Deflect. (laughs) Let's focus here. The focus is Tia has told Eric three times today that she wants to put a dildo up his butt. And he has yet to say anything to the contrary. Um, I got a good stroke game too. You ready? Wow! Ooh, wow! Hey, yo, <laughs> this, this is hey, yo, possibly yeah. happening. Uh, this is I, possibly I am, happening. I am flattered, but uh, no, thank you. I'm gonna bring it with me Thursday. And he said he was flattered, so take a couple a lot of shots. shots. <laughs> yeah, take a lot of shots. Make sure you take a couple of shits. Early in the day, what the fuck is going on? Yo, she's on? literally telling, trying to see her. So we we ha- we. And have- I'll bring a dark towel for you as well because you might what? need it. Wow! <laughs> shit. Wow! So 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 no. I just, I just I just I just I just did not consent to this look, <laughs> this entire situation. So we had we had two listener questions that you know, basically coworkers or whatever. So the first one said, in the heat of a moment. In the heat of the moment, you're, you know, with a lady, and she mentions, as you put the condom on, that you're about to have sex, that she's allergic to latex. What's your reaction as a guy? He gonna fuck anyway. Wait, what? <laughs> so, what kind of allergy medicine do you need? Facts, because... <laughs> where's, where's your EpiPen? Where's your EpiPen? Where's your EpiPen? <laughs> Well, your pussy turned to fucking cauliflower. What the fuck? Wait, did you just give her a Actually, actually, I am allergic to a certain kind of condom. And it is the worst feeling in the world. It's like a yeast infection and whatever else you can imagine on a thousand. It itches, it burns, it's crazy. So if ain't get down with it, we not to the point where we can't use the condom or you don't want to go buy no more, then it's just not gonna happen. Because I'm not about to go through that for a week just to just so you can come. I'm not doing it. But she's the one pegging, so tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Pause. Pause. So you mean to tell me? That if you're A1, day one, you always want this one again, came over in a situation, y'all were, you know, drinking, having a good time, and he busts out the Magnum, and you're allergic to that particular style or type of latex, that you're going to cut it off immediately? Oh, I'm saying, I said. I said, if he don't want to go raw, like if we're not in a position where we trust each other enough to go raw, or if he don't want to go out and buy a different kind of condom, then no, we are not having sex. That's all right, see, I got lifestyle skins on the side and all that, so just in case. I'll use that on the digital for you. Hold on, T. Oh. I said, that's okay. Hey. Wow. 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 I told you, get ready. Get your mind right. Did y'all not hear what Tia said? What'd you say, Tia? I said, I'll use it on the dildo that I'm going to use on you. Wow. 
So, hey, yo, see you real live. My ass is exit only. You got me, got me fucked up, son. Oh, it's gonna exit. <laughs> oh, Oh. Be prepared. Get oh. your mind right, Reese. Oh. Take an enema if you need to. I can help you out. Just, you know, let me know. How did we get here? Oh, my God. Yo, I, I go out All and right. smoke a cigarette. I come back. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How did we get exactly. here? Exactly. <laughs> so, so, Rob posed this question to me, like, back in May when we went to Cabo. And somebody brought it up, but a little bit differently. So, Rob said to me, he was like, Greg, how about, like, taking a social media break? And I got this message. If somebody paid you $100,000 to not use your phone for a year, could you do it? Yeah. You said my phone, not a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Exactly. Yeah, I can do it. That'd be yeah. smart as hell for that response. <laughs> okay. So fine. Well, that, as I, look, I, look, you could make phone calls off a laptop. Mm-hmm. I got an Apple Watch. Apple Watches exist like shit. Y'all ain't shit. Still got a landline phone too, so that works. Say less. You got four phones, my nigga. She got four phones. <laughs> oh, you are not bad. Yo, her name see it, Kevin Kevin Gates Gates. She got four <laughs> phones. This is bullshit. So I, I, I'm, I'm gonna let the ladies lead this whole Cardi B thing, so we can wrap this up. Cause... Oh yes. So who 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 wants to actually go and start this? I will. Oh, go ahead, Brent. All right, so. I'm assuming we're talking about Offset interrupting Cardi B's fucking live set when she's headlining to apologize and ask her to take him back and sorry, bruh, and all the other bullshit that he said. Yes. Yes. Okay. All of that. Here's my thing. If she was not famous, if she was not a fucking rap superstar, if any nigga comes to your job and says, and interrupts your meeting, interrupts your business meeting, it's like, I need you to take me back. You're going to be pissed. But all these niggas on Twitter, all these niggas on Instagram, all these niggas on GroupMe, all these other social media shits are like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. You know, he, she should take him back and blah, 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 blah. No, fuck that cheating ass nigga. Like, let it go. Like, that's just inappropriate. Like, if you wanted to take her back, you shouldn't have put your dick in everything that was fucking moving. Like, bye. Like, that's just so fucking lame to me. Like, ridiculous. You got your side chicks fucking announcing that they're sorry all of a sudden when those hoes knew that you were with her. Like, everybody and their mom knew you were with her. And you're going to fucking interrupt her shit on the fucking stage and, like, try to apologize? She's probably going to take him back because that's what women do. Men don't do that shit, a.k.a. Uh, insecure episodes. But, um... Now, that's a lie. They that, take back chicks that... Niggas will take back cheating chicks that got good pussy. It happens all the fucking time. Most women... He's right. Who cheat have good pussies. That that's just that's that's just what it is. You're not gonna cheat with trash pussy because nobody else is gonna want your pussy. So I'm gonna table this conversation for later, but I really want to know how a woman defines another woman's pussy as good. But we're gonna get on that at another time. Well, I mean, can we I, can. Can I throw a monkey wrench in this whole thing? Did anybody see the <laughs> development in the whole Cardi B offset thing, Bobber? Hold on, wait. Pause. What's the development? Pause. Hold on. Let's go back. I agree. 
with Brittany. I feel like it's nothing wrong with wanting to get your woman back and show all the gestures, even though it's a little late, because at that point, yes, you should be kissing ass. Mm -hmm. But to come to someone's place of work is very unprofessional. Mm -hmm. And again, if the tables were turned, we would be calling Cardi all types of crazy bitches and Mm -hmm. all types of shit. So I think that was out of line. I do think that her PR people and her team thought it would be a good look because they around them all the time and they know they love each other and blah, blah, blah. But when you're a woman and you just broke up with somebody, you're not in the mental space to want to see them. You want your space. You want to think things out. You want to think things through. You don't want them imposing on your you time. So I felt like he should have gave it a little more time. Maybe he should have did that privately, sent her a message, an edible arrangement, send, send her another card. But don't show up at her job in front of everybody and fuck up her money. And or plus, she was the first woman to, to do a Rolling Loud. So that fucked up that moment, too, to line, me, yeah, a little yeah. bit. So now is it is it more or less sad at the fact that instead of us mentioning that first, that was the last thing that we mentioned? Because... <laughs> I mean, I feel like the shit with the girl dying in a hotel was actually way more important. No, no, no. He's talking about no, he's this this the fact that she headline rolling loud. Yeah, oh, I mean that kind of point though. I mean that's that's a that's a point too. But I I I, I like addressed that when I started it. But like I feel like at the same time, like if she, even if she wasn't a headliner. Like, but nigga, no. Like, if I'm a fucking CEO of a company, don't fucking come to my place of work and be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I wanna, I wanna get back together. Like, I, I, I'm so sorry. I miss you. Blah blah blah. And that, actually, he could have stopped at the fucking y'all want shit. He put underneath her Instagram because nobody won. Nigga, you cheated. You lost. There's no winner in this fucking situation. Like, this is fucking man logic that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, how is she or anybody else winning with you guys breaking up? Because let's be real. Everybody was rooting for them. Everybody. I I, I feel like we, like, if I could insert this Fire Banks gif right now, we were all rooting for you. I would. Because we were all rooting for them. Like, nobody wanted to see them fall apart. Nobody. But, like, for him to fuck up publicly, have his side chick get on TMZ or whatever fucking website she was on and make a fucking statement, like, we give a fuck about who the fuck she is. And then for him to, like, interrupt her fucking set to do this shit was just inappropriate and fucking selfish. Yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, to not make this lighthearted for a second, but did his side ain't really say, I ain't know their marriage was all that serious? Exactly. More importantly, did Offset cheat up like you should, or did he? Cardi's no, getting bad. You can't cheat up from some. You can't cheat like the only way that you cheat up. And then, I mean, you really can't cheat up because it's really fucked up anyway. You're just stupid. But like, if you want to cheat up, cheat up. Like, you gotta cheat with someone who's getting a bag better than who you're getting with, or like yeah. at least it's something better. Like, you don't know who his side chick is. We do. So the fact that we don't know who she is. We we know who she is. 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 Of course she knows. She is a we know exactly who they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, she's famous for something besides fucking Offset? 
Can I just There's, highlight the a, fact? This rapper Cuban doll and then the I'm other so chick, some nice can Instagram draw it, so. And no, Instagram John and some rapper that I've never heard of who doesn't have a number one hit single. Okay. No. We yes. don't know who they are. Bye. Wow. Well, wait. So I mean, look. She's we say dog. all that to say that Cardi just released an Instagram live video today talking about how she missed Offset's dick. So. What's wrong with that? So at what point at what point do we go from feeling sympathy for her to it being, you know what? This is just publicity. Thank you. No, I don't, I don't think. Like I don't think. Publicity. I don't think. That's a wild ass cop out. I really don't think it's publicity. No, I, I, I don't want to. I'm not saying that it's publicity. I'm just saying the signs are there. First, being the fact that this is, you know, a big event for her, and it wasn't anybody else other than the one person, her, you know, manager who brought him up on stage, past security and everything. But Cardi B was the same one when she fired her manager last year, saying that they didn't have her best interests at heart and, you know, all these other shenanigans. I'm going to let y'all keep going while I find this clip. But Cardi B, you're looking real funny in the light right now. I'm I think... I don't think she was even aware of this particular situation. I think she was completely in the dark. The video. Her, her face shows she was in the dark on this particular situation. Um, now, in regards to him and his millions of apologies that he's gone through and done already, he was wrong for doing it the way that he did it at Rolling Loud. That should not have happened that way, as everyone has already stated. I'm in 100% agreement with that. Should not have happened that way. But... Oh, what is it? What the hell? So, no, I was going to let you get your shit off. because no, Wait, wait, what's this? So, this was eight months ago. This is when she fired her first manager and, you know, with the one that she has now. She addressed her. And my album is coming out next week. A lot of people are predicting the numbers and the shit. Let that shit, let that shit do it. My shit is going to be very different than people expecting. I think a lot of people are expecting something that is not. And All right, nah, you ain't getting no promo for me, buddy. Here we go. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, anyways, last th- uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. I feel like America makes it easy for the poor to stay poor. Uh. That had nothing to do with what Round I breaking. said. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, um, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I, I feel like I'm watching Rosie Perez talk. Right? She's a horrible public whoa, speaker. Whoa, <laughs> we, we are not going to send shots at Rosie Perez, all right? Look, out. we ain't got to keep slandering all things Bronx, all right? Ooh, let's calm down. It's not like we're talking about New Jersey. Oh, oh, <laughs> Ooh. He right, he right. Hop off my dick. <laughs> no, thank you. You know what? This is the first podcast for a solid hour and a half that we did not mention Jersey. Uh, yeah, I had to break that silence. I'm sorry, Rob. Fuck Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's all about feelings. So one day I feel like I'm a drug dealer. The next day I feel like I'm different. Like, you know, I have different... Different feelings, different days. You already kidding me? And to this very moment, I didn't realize that Cardi B talks like Takashi69. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. 
I mean, to this day, I didn't realize that Cardi B needs concealer all the time, but okay. I'm not talking about her, like, I'm not talking about, like, her, like, violence or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, subject matter. All I'm going to say is in this, if this video had purple, blue, and red hair, that could be Takashi. Stupid. (laughs) Clearly, we're all all going to. (laughs) Wow. We, oh, my God. I can't believe. You know, if I believed in hell, I would go, but I don't believe in it. I'm not going to forget about this shit. Hey, y'all, hold up. Hey, y'all, offset. Now, I let you slide, my nigga, when I found that you used to be like a backup dancer for Janet Jackson and all that off your Tupac shit. Oh, the pop locking? Yeah, I, I let you slide for all that, my guy. But when I found out that you were raised in Gwinnett County. Gwinnett! 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 Don't say Gwinnett. Okay. The fucking county that they talking about, that's the affluent county north of Georgia. That's the Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, let's not get this shit fucked up. Uh, you can be in the suburbs and low-key, like, Run like run a whole live drug era and shit, but my nigga, if you looking funny in the light, dog. That's all I'm saying. Keep uh-huh. funny uh-huh. in the light. Let's not do this. Let me play this clip. Hold on. Goddamn Of course, her ass. What the fuck? Your fucking ass. Any, anybody else have thoughts? Because we're waiting on this fucking clip to play with all these YouTube fucking ads. Let's let's. let's you know what? I, I don't even want to play the clip. I, I, I'm done. I feel as though <laughs> I feel as though Cardi B, all this shit is a ploy, and we're gonna find out pretty soon. She's gonna take offset. I mean, I don't think all of it's a ploy. I feel like she's gonna take him back just because she loves him, and that's what women do when they love people, um, and they and they they cheat on them like that, and they make these public overtures. However, I don't want niggas to get to the point where they think that it's okay. So my problem is that it's such a bad precedent, all right? Mm-hmm. It's a bad precedent. Unless niggas think that they can fuck up and come back and embarrass you, put all your business out there and apologize to you in a public fucking manner and not get their shit together. Because all you had to do was not fuck other hoes. Niggas you, cheat every day, B. No sexual they cheat every day, But you apologize in private like every other nigga. Like, you don't have to fucking get on Instagram and make these fucking fucking um, overtures, these fucking videos. Absolutely, absolutely. All of a sudden, you speak proper fucking English in your fucking Instagram videos. This nigga Offset has never spoke the Queen's English in his life, but all of a sudden, he's on Instagram apologizing in the Queen's fucking English, and he gets on stage and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. blah. No, fuck that. Like, I'm sorry, That was the Gwinnett dialect. I, I, I just want to say this, that you can't expect these rappers who talk hood and say all this other shit that they're actually like this. Like, it's just a character that they're playing. Oh. So, like, you say he's from Gwinnett, just like Plies doesn't sound like he actually does on Instagram. Like, it's, it's just a, it's just a character. With, with all that being said, who had the best apology? Offset, Chris Brown, or Usher? Kevin Hart. I said, oh, she threw a bonus in there. <laughs> I threw a bonus in there because his apology was better than all them hoes. I should gave you a whole album of apology. I'm still and saying TP2. So what does that say? TP2 was a better <laughs> album than Confessions. I'm saying it. Stop fight it. me. Fight me. Stop it. I will fight you. You know why? Because I don't trust fucking child molesters. Bye. 
You don't. You were stepping in the name of love to a nigga that was fantasizing about a middle school. You were at the wedding when the song came on. I sat down, dog. You a fucking liar. You, I got a picture. Yo, the photo book right yo, there. Yo, find it. Find yo, it. all right, this is getting personal, guys. <laughs> Get the photo book right here. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm really mad if y'all actually sent me this goddamn news. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to wrap it up with this. What the fuck? Y'all ain't shit. So a serial con woman, 35, who met a 50-year-old victim on plenty of, oh fuck, on plenty of fish, then stole his life savings and pretended he had raped her is jailed for 20 months. You know what the wildest thing is? When you read this story, <laughs> the people look nothing like you assume that they look like. I just... Like, I at all. Like you met him on Plenty of Fish, so, like, what the fuck? Like... I just... I- I mean, I what get it because it's basically for the fucking weirdos. That's where you go. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, 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 hey. I've met some pretty dope people on POF. Exactly. You are I mean, the minority. I'm just saying I, that. What the fuck? Hey, yo, I, I got, I, I have a friend of mine who lives in a place I used to live, and I met her through POF. She had no fucking picture up. We were just rapping for a long time, and then we met. Things was cool. Can I, can I, I mean, I hit the first night, but I'm saying, though, like, it just, it just was cool. That's why it was cool, because you hit the first night. Nah! Oh, no, Greg actually has, a, Greg is living a POF story. Yeah. Wow. So it was definitely one of the few. One yeah, of the few. Because true. there were that's definitely... The minority. The POF is the weirdos. Because you two weirdos met, you fell in love doesn't mean you're not weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with being weird. The issue is the trajectory the trajectory of dating. I have coworkers now who told me there's some like app or something like that where you can't message the woman first. You have to wait. Yeah. Bumble. 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 That's a fucking Bumble. thing. I'm on it. Yeah. And niggas never message me back. Yo, if you're on Bumble, you see Brittany. Like, message me back. <laughs> I, message back. I, I didn't see that happening. Okay. But, what, <laughs> no, can somebody really explain that to me? Like, I know <clears throat> you could message back and forth. Basically, you say you can like the person, but unless like it's like the opposite of what you can do on OK Cupid. Oh, so like on OK Cupid, you can see somebody you like, mm-hmm. and then you can also message them yeah. as soon as that happens. On Bumble, somebody you can show interest, but unless they, it's like basically you're getting curved if you don't get like a like a message back. That this is, is only for heterosexual people. Okay, so if you're heterosexual, the woman has to message first. It's it's fucking discriminatory. Oh, bisexual. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, you're right. You're right. Heterosexual. You're right. Oh my god. All right. Because because when you're a lesbian, you can message whenever you want to. Either person can message. However, on Bumble, if you're heterosexual, you mess with the opposite sex. The woman has to be the person who messages first. That's how they got their fucking like thing. All right. The best app is Hinge, but we'll go into that a whole lot later. Ooh, but with Bumble, oh, no, 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 so stop it. With Bumble, women message first, and the guy has to message back. The problem is that like guys are lame as shit. So like when you message them first, they be like, "Oh, I don't know what to say," you know, because they always message you first with some stupid shit like "wyb" or an emoji or "Hey, beautiful." Or um, my friend, <laughs> sorry, Ehab, I'm gonna put you on blast right now. Um, every every woman he likes, he always messages stunning. That's all. That's what he says. So, um, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 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 the crux of Bumble. But there's so many other apps. 
<laughs> I wasn't prepared. You weren't prepared to what? Fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, whoa. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's being, I guess it's better than being pegged. So. Wait. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you brought that back. I would assume <laughs> so. Never, that, that's never happening. So this is what it is. Oh, yes, daddy. So you think. Wow. <laughs> this is like really sexual coercion levels now. Like, oh, yo. my God. Yeah, be yo, we see the same, but we put the head in. That's what, that's what you have a podcast episode in like a month and a half, and and Eric's going to talk about his peg story. It's going to be great. Oh, what the fuck? I'm going to do it to him, and then I want him to come on my show and explain. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I'm so glad she said that. I'm so she. I thought she said, I want him to come on my shoulder. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, hey, attention. Pay attention. What is the direction of all that? Hey, how the hell does somebody get. I'm I'm Ooh. so confused. I am I am I'm disheveled. <laughs> disheveled. <laughs> disheveled. Alright. So we we're gonna try to wrap it up with what's bothering us. So you know how this goes. With bo- what's bothering you for the week? Well actually do you wanna switch it up? Instead of saying what's bothering us, since we kinda kept it like sexually nature, let's What's wild? We'll say what's wild. What's the wildest thing you've done in 2018? Since it's almost the end of the year, what's the wildest thing you've done in 2018? So, I'm going to sign off. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We will give Rob a reprieve. Rob, what's now, Let's give all the married niggas a reprieve because all y'all niggas know y'all gonna be in trouble if you answer this oh, segment. Unless they did it with the person that they're with. What, what is right. Rob? What and, is and and if they're not with that person and they're talking about it, nigga, no. Bye, all of you niggas that heard. No, no, no. So, Rob, what basically what's blessing you in 2018? Uh got my family. My career is back on track because I stopped doing dumb shit on a weekday. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing two of the things I'm praying about for a long time. Finally happened. Finally got buckled down and got focused. So laid some groundwork in 2018 that's going to really uh, impress upon my 2019. I'll put it that this way. This nigga just gave you all the motivational speaker uh, buzzwords. Buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> also so, really boring. I, I guess I gotta play, I gotta play it safe too, right? Do I have to play yeah, it? you should. But um, no, nah, I, I saw my good friend get married. Uh, I um, thank you. Wait, you talking about me, right? Yeah, I'm talking about oh, you. I was like, wait, who was like, wait? <laughs> yeah, a good friend. I'm not a good friend. <laughs> I saw Greg get married. Yeah, I cried the entire you. wedding. Definitely you. I, I cried the entire wedding, and you definitely um, did. Yo, and that was, um, that's yeah, it's, it's, the wildest shit. <laughs> Rob, I cried the entire next? wedding. Am I next? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, wait. That just happened. Are we invited to the wedding? No. Yes. I think so. What? Rob, let's... <laughs> don't do it. Reconsider. No, I like Please. wild shit. I like wild <laughs> right. shit, so I would say yes. I'm talking about the invites. Let's do all the marries first, because y'all going to have the boring shit. Let's go. No. 
Okay, so I guess I can say what's the wildest thing I've done. Actually, I'll save that one. So what's blessing me? I have a bothered and and let's go. Okay, so. <laughs> What's bothering me is the fact that Rob is going to go into 2019 and he's never eaten ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> really bothering There's me. There's still time. You got two weeks, Rob. That's no really fucking bothering me. It's not happening. <laughs> that is really fucking bothering me. Bless your future wife. Fight for it. It's not happening. It's not happening. Send her over and call it a night. Look, this is Rob's face for all of 20 oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Yo, that should have been the picture you posted on the fucking Instagram today. So, that should have been the picture, not the one of him like confused. That should have been the picture. So I was confused. I was coming out of a wine festival and I was very drunk and um, somebody took that picture of me. And <laughs> oh, <here we> <laughs> <laughs> Robbie making us very drunk. So, yo, at least I that, got the emotion right. Cause you look confused as fuck. Oh uh, no, that that wedding picture, I was crying my eyes out. Like I have been drinking since eight that morning, and at that point, wait, wait, wait eight that morning. I saw, you started, started yeah. early. Do you realize y'all had, no, we, y'all had an hour? Oh, y'all, y'all slept for maybe two hours. No, no, you, you slept for two, two hours. And like, <laughs> no, y'all didn't leave the hotel. Well, no, you were there. I was there. Y'all didn't leave the hotel until what, like six forty-five that morning. Yes, and we started at eight. Yeah, and yeah. y'all started. Yeah. There, there's like yes. All, all, all I remember, remember that was that was the fuck oh, shit night. Nope, we're not Wait. doing this. So Greg was gonna say all he remembers is that I specifically had left off with somebody in my car. Are we we're not this? going down that. No, path. we're not doing this. No, no, not tonight. Right, so, not tonight. So, what's, what's, what's blessing me is the fact that one, I have a beautiful wife that I'm married to. Thank you, you know, for her saying yes. Because I thought she was gonna be like, nah, like <laughs> this ain't it. So no. Um secondly, her and my mom getting along. Cause poor boy, like there are a lot of people I know that their parents don't get along with the spouse, and that's pretty <laughs> ugly. So I'm blessed for that. My grandmother finished her final like episode thing of chemo hey, today, so that was a huge blessing for me. And most importantly, this show, um, being able to have two female co-hosts that can you know deal with our bullshit week in and week out, like that's You're welcome. Awesome. So thank you, Tia. Thank you, Brittany. Like, I really appreciate you guys. I also appreciate, you know, Chris being on, like, Young Black and Bother, just the entire network itself. Um, wow. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm really bothered. Um, what I'm looking forward to is Rob on, you know, January 2nd texting us being like, hey, it tastes good. And he's not going to be talking about what he ate at, you know, New Year's Eve dinner. Sir. Wow. Okay. You said I'm not gonna talk about what I ate in New York. Oh so um that's still that not say, happening. Saying that to say this, we need to move to the next person. We, Q. Oh no, we're gonna go with Darren. Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh. Yeah. Cause I know Q's is gonna be a spirit. <laughs> I can't wait. Um wildest thing I've done in twenty eighteen that I'm allowed to say on air. 
That's rough. Valid. That's rough. I'm just gonna... Let's let's do that. <laughs> let, let, let's start simple and then the oh I didn't do the wildest, but I ain't doing it. No, don't do that. Like I said, don't 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 disrupt your 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 happiness. Okay. No, I mean I can I can say some stuff. Um, but I said what I was blessed by weeks ago. Everybody knows I'm blessed for family, friends, good health, all that good stuff. Um, wildest thing I've done most recently uh, was our sexcapade at the ski resort, but it was actually outside by the slope. We couldn't get on the slope. It was by the slope. About as close as we could get without getting arrested. You got, you got on the slope, Art. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he, he hit a slope on the slope. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the slope? Who <laughs> was the slope? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to hell. I'm sorry. So, that, that's it for me. That's it for me. So, oh boy. You know what? I'm, I'm going to save Q. I'm going to save Q for last. Brittany... All right, um, let's see. Um, we're doing this next week, so I'll save my blessed by for another time. Um, <laughs> just saving her blessings. Yeah, I'll save it because it ain't, it ain't been that many, my nigga. It ain't been that many. Um, the wildest shit I've done in 2018 was uh, I let some nigga fuck me on the hood of his car in a parking lot in Dallas. Um, and I pr- I'm pretty sure the whole hotel who had the view of the parking lot saw that shit. So shout out to them. Um, they got a show. Um, you're welcome. Uh, that's probably the wildest shit I've done in 2018. I had a really mild 2018. If y'all asked me years prior, probably would have had a better story. Oh, fucking in public on a car is tame. <laughs> But he he bit me over the shit, and I was just like, you know, all right, we here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was good. I came. I'm not complaining. But, I mean, it was just really bad because, like, we were making out in the car, so we had to go check into the hotel, which is under my name, and I have lipstick all over my fucking face. I look like fucking the Joker. <laughs> like, I look... I had on red lipstick. It was bad as fuck. Like, it was not good. I got to the hotel room. I'm like, yo, you let me walk out in public like this? How, Sway? How? Uh, my it was mine that day, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, that was probably the wildest shit that happened to me in 2018. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better now. A little bit. Sort of. Kind of. So, oh boy, I'm, not really. I'm really not prepared for that. <laughs> the shit that we have learned from Tia in the past. <laughs> nah, I'm not, no, look, I'm, I'm not prepared to hear what Tia's about to say. <gasps> what the fuck is... Tia, can Actually... I... Hold on, hold on, but can I just say... Okay. Anybody who listened to episode 50 and was wondering where was Tia, she was there. She wasn't saying much. But boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. I said enough. Okay. All right. Now, back to this question. I don't oh. have anything wild for 2018. You're a goddamn I don't. 
I was single this year and I didn't feel like being bothered with niggas. They was on my shit list. So I, I didn't have any crazy. Oh, that is so fucking real. Lord. And then, um, so I'm going to go with blessings. Blessings is, um, I love my niece. I spent a lot of time with my niece this year. So I'm like her favorite auntie. And the rest of my family, I reestablished a relationship with one of my sisters. And I got a, a great job. Oh, congratulations. And I won't be yet for more than a year because I have other entrepreneurial plans, but they'll help me get there. So bless it. Mm. <laughs> I'll take that. Even though she tried to like skate by the fact that she she, tried, she basically said she hasn't fucked all year, so there was no wildness. Oh, so she li- no, no, that was a lie. <laughs> exactly. no, I didn't at all. I said I don't have any wildness. She said niggas was annoying. That's a different thing that I haven't fucked all year. Don't be trying to put words in her mouth. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to put words in her mouth. She's trying to well, put it in her no, <laughs> she's trying to put a peg in Eric, but I can't put a word in her mouth. Really? Come on. Exactly. I mean, Eric is probably going to be receptive to it. Wait, who's receptive to what? <laughs> and next. So, oh boy. So, does anybody oh. have a break right now? Oh, no. Oh. No, no, no. We're almost done. Eric and then Q, we're out of this bitch. No, Eric already said his. No, I didn't. Oh, you I old didn't know it all. Oh, boy. Oh, Ooh. so we're doing this real simple? Okay. Um, shit, I was over here trying to figure out which story would be the best one. But the wildest thing that I've done this year was probably have sex four times within 24 hours with three different women. That's a, that's a. Damn, that's some young wait, niggas wait, shit. You can get it up. I, I had sex four times <coughs> with three different women. That's a lot of in twenty four hours. That's a you, lot. wait, wait. Did you bust each time? Yes. So you busted. That's a lot of nut, man. That's a lot of nut. Had a lot built up or something. I don't understand. It, actually, no. That was in the middle of October. O C T. B E R. So wait, you did it in October because I'm assuming everybody did this no nut November thing. Nah, so I had so October was a it was one of those. I ended up I think that month I was really just getting like out all my hoeing because I think I had sex with like nine different women in that month. Mm. Basically, during the month of October, the clinic got to know my name like on a first name basis. Oh, so you fucking these hoes raw too, Jesus! Nah, I just we, gotta give, we gotta give Woo! Eric the prep. We gotta what? give him the prep he needed. What? You gotta give him the what? Wait, wait. You gotta give him on, the prep life. pill. He didn't. Whoa. He didn't confirm that. Yo, yo, yo. First and foremost. I mean, if the clinic the know him by first name, bro. and he had sex God. with nine different women in the month of October, but it look tells them. me you fucking unprotected. But look, but look, so but, look so at, but here was the thing though. I eat pussy and I eat ass, so there okay. goes that. Two. Don't come at me about the prep. Don't come at me about prep when you're the one with the Atlanta area code. Oh. So what? I didn't already establish I didn't live in Atlanta. So. I <laughs> just. <laughs> so you were going to the clinic just because you was eating pussy and ass? I go- you was like slipping in there raw and trying to pull out on the cum table and shit? Nah, I mean, wait, whoa, 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 I didn't say that 
not any of them that I had sex with raw. I'm just saying in general, whether I have sex raw or not, does not stop me from going to the clinic. Listen, that's, that's, that's Linda, the question I asked, my nigga. Listen, Linda, listen. My strap-on will not give you anything. What the fuck is perfect? going on? And we've made it back here. <laughs> and it has 20 different pulses. <laughs> what all the fuck? All the pulses for your knees, Eric. All of wow. them. Wow. And I'm You won't have to go off. to the clinic. It'll come right out the box. You're good. Wow. <laughs> Can I just Still say hurt. the fact that you <laughs> haven't like said anything to her? I really have. Time. I literally told her that you've done, you've done it like with a hee hee ha ha lol. Energy on the podcast, and by <laughs> my God, she did. But this is so. If any woman told me you're getting the fucking rabbit settings and shit, like you about to have the orgasm of your life. Any woman told me they sounded like I'm whistling Dixie. This is bullshit. You you are because no. she's literally no. saying she's no. going to put. You be whistling more than Dixie. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's pretty good. No, it ain't. No, <laughs> no, it ain't. So, I'm so gonna like give you private... options, Eric. Which what's, what's... one you want? I'm gonna send you pictures. She probably got so the... five different hey, things. Yo, bro, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not for us. So, what's blessing? <laughs> Was blessing um this year? Dicky about to get. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey yo, Rob, I'm, you owe me one. Don't put that one around. <laughs> that one, that one. Hey yo, Rob, you owe me one. No, that was a good one. I ain't gonna hold you. That was an awesome one. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, Yo, Q, we ready? Cause we can't, we can't listen to Eric no more. He's getting pegged in a couple weeks. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Wow. Leave that one alone. Can I just say Rob had the joke of the week? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's, that's that's factual. That, was, that timing was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> hey, it was perfect. <laughs> Oh boy! So what, what, what's blessing, blessing me is the fact that I went to therapy and got my mind right this year. That's boy, good. Ask the therapy. Shout out to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you gonna tell your therapist about this pegging though? Oh, we don't. You gonna have to. Wow! Wow! All right, All right finally, we got. We need to wrap it up. So, Q. Well, actually, who? Where do we start with Q? Uh, nah. oh. No, we just let Q. Look, hey, we let Q, Q go. We got we, we to get Q a timer first. Hey, yo, Q, you got, you got three minutes, my nigga. We're we giving Q a five-minute timer. No, that's <laughs> five too minutes. Long. That's too long. That's, oh. I think it's too long as well. Three. <laughs> so three minutes. Let's so let's bad. start this now. So three minutes and starting go. now. Oh, um, the wildest thing that, that I've done. Um, shit. This been. I, I can't think of, we're going to skip that for now. We're going to go into what's blessing me. What's blessing me, y'all know, I got three beautiful children, you know, um, three beautiful children. I'm employed, barely. I'm employed. Um, I just got, I got my, I can legally drive again. I'm very happy for that. Thank you, DC. Um, the wildest thing, my life is a is a living wild story, especially with the one that I had kids with. That is a running soap opera, which I 
I don't have enough time to talk about all of the things that have happened this year. So I'm just going to leave it at what I'm going to leave it at was blessing me. And what I hope for in 2019 is that I find a very good therapist because I need it. <laughs> and that um, as a person wearing a black robe can finally rip up this fucking uh, marriage license. That's what, that's what my hope is for in 2019. End of story. Cut scene. Yo, Eric. Shay, oh, 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 no, no, no. I, I think since we ha- everybody is here, we need to do this. We we need to. What's going on? Q made his proclamation. We have to give him an ultimatum. Oh shit! Can we do this for the show? No, he's a grown man. Have him stand by his own word. Oh no, 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 no! Right. They're standing by your word. It's on record now. It's on accountability record. partners. Accountability partners. There you go. So. What are we holding Q accountable of in the 2019? Getting a therapist. Get, get a therapist. Getting a therapist. That's more important than the in line once he gets that. Hey, uh, I already told Q. I told Q literally <laughs> yesterday, or was it last Thursday? Last Thursday. I said, hey, Q, this year, your proclamation for me is that you can't go to MGM more than 12 times. <laughs> that was last night, nigga. That was last night. That was last night. That was last night, nigga. Because you, you originally said 20 times. And he's like, no, nah, I didn't go 20 times. And you said, you the goddamn liar. All right, 12. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks. But I said it was either last night or last week. I couldn't remember. Okay. So, everybody has their what's bothering them, what's blessing them, and how... Actually, no, Q did not say the wildest thing he's done. I say I don't have enough time. It's too much. It's too many. It's too many. Too many. That nigga nigga do live a wild-ass life, though. It's too many. It's too many. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, me. The wildest thing Q did this year is already recorded on the podcast. No, the wildest thing... I've personally seen Q do is be sober for my wedding. Wow. Yes. That is that is very true. You're not I, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. I, I you know what I didn't even I, I wasn't even thinking about that. That, was, that is very that is very true. Until uh, so after I gave my speech. Yeah. I mean I could say the wild thing I did this year was fucking the alpha, but you know. Oh boy. Here we go. What? Here we go. What we're gonna do is we're gonna save that. And good night. So until (laughs) next week, thank y'all for listening. How can everybody find you on social media so we can get up out of here? You can find me at the first lady D-A-F-I-R-S-T underscore L-A-D-I on all platforms. Britt. N84 B-R-I-T-T-A-N-N-A-4 on all platforms. E? The D or E, I'm sorry. Letters are very close together. D. Ah, got you. Um, I guess the only platform that matters. You can find me on Instagram, They Call Me Banks. It's literally They Call Me Banks. So it's that easy. You? Um, Instagram is your child. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Instagram is your child's teacher. 1906. Literally, just like how it, they call me Banks. It's your child's teacher. 1906. And on on Twitter, QDZ 1906. 
Rob, where can they find you at, bro? Twitter, dadby202. A hundred fucking followers. We're not joking. Because he only has 37, and two of them are, like, from today. Can we and, and five of them are from us. And both of them are, <laughs> well, and both of the two from today are Tia's. Here's a proclamation. If we can get Rob a hundred followers before New Year's Eve, we have a pair of Master Dynamic MW07s. You can look at the MSRP for the price and everything. We will get that to you. I will ship it myself. A hundred followers by New Year's Eve. Wait. Who gets Actually, don't do that. It's who, not who gets it? For us. No. Be, uh, no, I'm serious. A hundred follow, follows, but we are going to have a raffle for it. Yeah. You have to accurately give every member of the podcast at least one of their AKAs. So you have to email us at youngblackpod at gmail, or you have to tweet us at youngblackpod on Instagram. And... So- you the hundred follower, I'll take the stadium, get him a section. Oh, even better. I keep oh, my wow. I keep my head. Okay. You have to be local in order to go to the stadium. I've never been. Oh, you gotta oh, come to town. Really? I've never been we to stadium. Should go. I haven't either. I hear we the happy hour. We should get a flight for Tia from Columbia and we should go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it now. It's Tuesday. Plane tickets are cheaper on Tuesdays. They are cheaper on Tuesday. You right, you right. And and after midnight. You right. So like in the next ten minutes, we're gonna get you a flight to you. Look. So, e, where, where can they find you? So you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mad Dapper M A D D A P R. Uh real simple and plain. Yeah. And you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on Gmail, Twitter, and every single social media platform you can ever think of. So until next week, thank you for listening.